Welcome to the Food for Your Soul podcast, where we apply the Word of God to the hearts of men and women to stoke the fires of your delight in Christ. Here's your host, Dr. D. Richard Ferguson. Today is the Q&A for the message on James 5, verses 14 and 15, and there were four questions. Number one, when James says the prayer of faith will heal the sick person, is he talking about the sick person's faith or the faith of the one praying? Number two, when John tells us not to pray for those who have committed the sin leading to death, what is that referring to? What is the sin leading to death, and how do you know if someone has committed it? Number three, if prayer is that which comes from the heart and not the words themselves, then do the words even really matter? And number four, since these instructions are given to elders, why are you assuming they apply to everybody? Yeah, I think these, these principles apply, apply most directly to praying for other people because the context here is this is the prayer of the elders. The prayer of the elders for the sick person. None of this, it doesn't say the sick person needs to have faith here. The prayer of faith that will make the sick person well is the elder's prayer. So this whole thing is about praying for others. I think it applies for praying for yourself, but primarily the, the application is praying for others. Okay, so John says to pray for others, and he says, but I'm not, I'm not talking about if they've, prayed, if they've sinned the sin unto death. If they've done that, then don't pray for them. And that you read that, it's like, how am I supposed to know if they've committed sin leading to death? Here's how you can know if they've committed the sin leading to death. They're dead. Okay, they're dead. I, I think that's what he's saying there. Now, that's a controversial passage, very difficult, but this is, this is what I believe it's saying, is once the person has died... Don't keep praying for them. It's too late. You, you can't pray them out of purgatory or pray for some, It's it, Whatever their situation is before God, they're facing judgment. That's settled. That's done. It's, it's too late to pray for that person after they're dead. So the way that you know that somebody's done that is, is, is they're dead. If they're still alive, keep praying. Yeah, so how important is the lingo and the wording of your prayers? I don't even think the words are the prayer. I think the prayer is what's the desire of the heart. The words are the clothing that the prayer wears. So the words aren't necessarily the prayer. However, I won't go so far as to say the words are totally unimportant. The words are actually, there is some value to them for a couple of reasons. One, your words that you say come back and impact your heart. I found that when I started writing psalms, that if I really put a lot of thought into a prayer and and I start to pray certain things, what I'm writing or what I'm saying starts to influence what I'm feeling or enhance the godly affections that I'm having and it can kind of build. Uh, so, so there is some value. I mean, obviously all the words in the Psalms are chosen, right? And sometimes they're very careful about how they choose them. Like there'll be an alliteration or there'll, there'll be a chiasmus or some kind of special structure, poetic structure. So there seems to be some reason to put thought into the words. And here's another thing about words. Words can bless other people. Sometimes, you know, people when they pray up here and they maybe write out a prayer, write out an outline of their prayer or something like that, and they think, man, is that is that like superficial? Is that is that cannot really it's not spontaneous, it's not really from the heart. I think there's some value because people think I shouldn't be thinking about other people. When I pray I should just be thinking about God, not other people. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. If I love you, I'm going to be thinking about you and God. And, and the biblical support for this is Jesus. 
at the tomb of Lazarus. When he prays, he's talking to God. He says, God, I thank you that you hear me. And then he says, and I know you always hear me, but I said that for the sake of these people here. (laughs) He said that in his prayer. It's like, God, I'm just saying this for their sake. So even Jesus prayed some stuff for the sake of people standing around. We want to edify one another, right? When we pray out loud. And so there's some value to giving thought to it. But don't think that God's not going to, you know, he's going to require some standard of lingo before he's going to hear what's in your heart. If you're genuine, if you're honest and you're pouring out what's in your heart, God will get it. Why it applies to everybody. Yeah, the reason it applies to everybody is because of verse 16. And this is where we'll plan on going next week. Because he says, call the elders, they'll come and pray. The prayer of faith will make the sick person well and he'll be forgiven if he sinned. Therefore... And that, therefore, is absolutely critical. Always pay close attention to those when you see in the Bible. You ever see a therefore? Just say, what is that therefore? And, say, and, and so what is it pointing to? Therefore, it's a conclusion. Because of that, all of you confess your sins to one another and pray for one another. How does that follow from this? How does he get from verse 16 to verse, from verse 15? What, what he's saying is, because of what I said in verse 15... Therefore, verse 16 stands, which means verse 16 is one another, right? One another. Everybody praying for each other, confessing sins to one another, so one another gets healed. Therefore, what he's saying is, elders are leading the way. They're setting the example. Do that. Do what they're doing in the one another. Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode edifying, why not share it with a friend? This season of the Food for Your Soul podcast features excerpts from our sermon series on the book of James. 50 expository sermons covering every verse. You can find those and hundreds of other sermons for free download on drichardferguson.com. And if you like listening on your phone, get our free mobile app. Install the Church One app from the Play Store and select Food for Your Soul. Until next time, rejoice in the Lord always and set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God.